The Dropback with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. Hello and welcome back to the Dropback Podcast. I'm Sam Lewis. I'm joined today by Matt Burns Peak and Joe Costanzo. How are we doing, boys? Pretty fucking good, Slew. Pretty lit. Well, the should have been an episode last week of just you two. There was an episode last week. There was. It's a forgotten episode. It's uh, in the archives. And now. why is it forgotten, lads? Um, we if we get 2,000 <laughs> likes on the next... I'm not saying when will we release article. it. I'm saying why was it, why was it... Post. Then we will release it. Why, why was it lost? We're holding it captive because yeah. we forgot to upload it. But also because of this genius marketing ploy that Joe's just outlined. Yeah, well, this is the big thing, right? This is the forgotten episode everyone wants to hear. Everyone's it, it, dying we, to we, hear. we spoke in depth about lots of really important stuff. Do we get a little bit of a teaser of what you did speak about? No. Ravens. No. Dolphins. All right, okay, so well, if you spoke about dolphins, yeah. they won again this week. So, Matt, do you want to du- double down on that? I'll double all the way down on that with the dolphins being the only team in the AFC that is currently unbeaten after a uh, pulse-raising encounter with the Bills, which I thought we were going to fuck around and lose. Well, it was a very real possibility. Gave a shot. Um, <laughs> At losing the game, I mean. Yeah, I'm not... I, th- I mean, it, it seems weird after the defence managed to hold the Bills to significantly less points than was expected, but I was still quite disappointed with the defence performance. Um, just in the inability to get off the field in crucial downs. Um, I really hate watching us play against Josh Allen because the amount of times he makes our rushes looks silly by just somehow managing to scramble out of sacks that, he has, that are just dead to right sacks. those Josh Allen things. It's very frustrating. But Your, you know, your defence was frustrating in a way that was like almost understandable because like, right, we're going to drop off loads because we don't want Josh Allen to beat us over the top mm. for quick scores, which is fine. Makes sense. Probably the best way to defend him. But you have to be able to tackle in the open field when he dumps Oof, the ball off or yeah. runs. Woof. How many times did Devin Singletree like dip under a defender? Yeah, and Isaiah McKenzie as well, just like jinked past tackles where it's like, okay, we've made we've we've played this coverage well and we've limited them to the check down option and then we've just fluffed our lines horribly at making the stop. Um mm. so that was quite you know, there was lots of moments in that defensive performance where it was like, fuck's sake, guys, like that was such an easy opportunity to get off the field and we just your open it. field tackling yeah. wasn't. But then you also you got to look at the other side. Like I said, we managed to keep the Bills to a pretty modest score, um, which better team, better defenses than ours have failed to do over the last two years. So, you know, that's a plus. Yeah, um, nineteen points. It's not for that for that um, for that offense is. Uh, you know, you'd be you'd be looking at them averaging somewhere probably north of twenty five points a game at least over yeah. the course of the season yeah. so you know from that standpoint pretty pretty decent performance in general um, but definitely some areas on defence that we tidy up I think the offence looks decent though to be honest they did fine they did what they needed to do mm. didn't they I mean it was one of those games that you you could look back and say maybe you didn't deserve to win but if you're playing another team in your division that's expected to be a real contender yeah. then if you can get out of those games on a victory, then it's like, who cares if we shouldn't have won that? We did win it. Hey, man, it's that old, uh, you know, the, the the true mark of a of champion is being able to win when you're not playing well. It's what all the good Premier League teams do on the way to becoming champions. Do you want an interesting Costanzo stat while you're at it? Love an interesting Costanzo stat. So in the last seven games, 
when Bills have been in one score games, they are 0 7. Chokers. Mm. Yeah, Josh Allen hasn't won a one score game since 2020. Indeed, he hasn't. That really yeah. sucks for him. It does. Only wins blowout. Josh Allen fraud watch. Woof. <laughs> like that. I mean, while, there's, while we're on AFC contenders that sort of lost this week, Chiefs lost the game to the Colts that they that was also really, really shouldn't have done. Yeah, that was incredibly oh, silly. That was like a, I feel like that was a lot of field position, though, that led to the Colts. They did being do some stupid position. things trying like to catch Right punts. off the start of the bat, like a muffed pun mm. led to just, um, I think it was a touchdown right off the bat from the Colts. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily like, I mean, we were talking last week, Matt, in the forgotten episode about uh, <laughs> the how it becomes less forgotten the more we bring it up, but it's just so teasing that you're never going to hear it unless we hit the, those likes. We can hint at it, but we can't really tell you the deets. You know? It's real good right. premium. So content. while we can't tell us the deets, Joe, tell us what you were talking about last week in that forgotten episode. Well, we we were hinting at the, uh, <laughs> we were meandering around the subject of of uh, the Colts being just offensively not there with Matt Ryan. To be honest, inept. Can we go as far as inept? I don't know if that was the exact words used on the episode, but it yeah. was something around that. Yeah, and um, I didn't really... It's not like I came away from this game going, oh, you know what, they really proved us wrong because they I think there was a few special teams situations where they got really positive field position, not yeah, through did. account of their offense. and Got some got some good short fields. Um, it's not like they struck the, the Chiefs' lights out with, like... No. With a lot of... no. Bad play, that, that's players. fair from the Colts. I'll give credit to their defense. To be fair, sure for managing to. I mean, as much as Travis Kelsey looked really great on the day, I, I don't think I saw as many like massive splash plays to you know Miko Hardman or no, which Juju is an issue. The other I think like players. the Colts. It's like, it was the Raiders last year. It's Gus Bradley is not going to hide what he's going to do. He's going to play one high all the time. If you can't sort of sum up a bring up a game plan to take advantage of that because he's not a big disguiser you know what he's going to get he hasn't changed mm. since I don't know when he ever was at the Seahawks even the Seahawks have changed now but Gus he Bradley sticks to his guns and to only be able to put 17 points up against them yeah. first of all they seem to be too run heavy for the like what they're good at yeah and then it's just, it felt like to me like one of those games that we've seen the Chiefs have over the last couple of seasons where they have like a rut for like a quarter or two quarters. Um, but then they like figure it out and they dump like 20 points in, in the fourth or something. Yeah. Whereas it just felt like they never they never had that resurgence from getting out of that funk. Like they just stayed in it and they couldn't find a way through it. What was interesting last year, well, you know when they were in the slump at the beginning of the season, like, oh, the Chiefs going to be, be able to do it. Mm. And it was that Gus Bradley defense when they absolutely torched the Raiders last year because obviously Gus Bradley plays... One cover night. three and you just like right let's bring out our cover three beaters mm. and then without that reliable sort of Tyreek guy so everything they've done this year is to overcome everyone playing too high right you got to beat us underneath kind of stuff yeah and you have to then question can they still score explosively the way they used to well Marcus Valdis Scantling and Juju Smith Schuster both dropped pretty crucial deep balls in that game that I just don't see Tyreek Hill not making um mm. Or even Miko Harper not making, really. So, I don't know. I feel like there's some chemistry still to be had with some of the new receivers on the team, like Juju and Marquez. Um, I'd, just on the... what well, As you mentioned, Miko Hardman, I think 
they have got to come to terms with the fact that he's not going to be what they thought he was going to be. I think they thought he was going to be a really good complimentary piece to Tyreek and eventually someone who could fill that Tyreek role. Mm. And I just don't think he's capable of it. No, no, I, it's, the dynamic completely changes as soon as Tyreek isn't on the team. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think the Chiefs will be fine. It feels like it's almost reaching Patriots territory when they started slow a couple of seasons in a row, yeah. and people are like, oh, the Patriots died. And like the Chiefs, the Chiefs will be fine. Yeah, they've they got will, enough yeah. great it's still a pieces. Good team. No, but uh, it's just yeah, a, it's just, just a frustrating saying. loss to not sort of be able to take advantage of when the Bills lose a game yeah. to get that step up in the AFC, sort of num- especially with only one wildcard spot. It also meant we had to be subjected to that Matt Ryan post-game interview, which was just the most drab, uninspiring. Oh, which I missed. I was in the other room, thing. and then oh you came God, out. It was amazing. It was just like all of the cliches. What did he say? He completely contradicted you've himself. Got play f- you've got to play loose, but you've also got to play tight. And it was like, Matt Ryan, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Like, yeah. I know you haven't won a game in a while, but you if can't he said, be this he was bad. like, if it's if it's not tight, it's not right. But you also got to stay loose. Yeah, and it just it was just like loads of cliches. About you know what? Let's try let's try and get to the bottom of that. What do you think that means, Joe? We're taking the first bit. If it's not tight, it's not right. What? And your the coach is telling you that. What are you taking away from it? Um, sorry to get political here, Sleep, but. <laughs> Uh, I I honestly don't understand how you can, but I'm have you ever seen a see. clip where someone is in a private interview with a particular president of the United States, and he just sort of rambles off and says nothing? Yeah, um, I feel like that's the equivalent of what what we saw. He, I feel like it was like, and just the most athlete way of being. Just saying nothing just, while trying to say it. I'm gonna be trying. I'm gonna try and be deep and like say something inspiring, but also I want to cover all bases and make sure not give anything away. Yeah. So do you think it's time to stop putting microphones in front of athletes straight as soon as they get off the field because it gives you nothing? Yeah, and also it's like, yeah, a lot of athletes just aren't very that. interesting outside of their ability as athletes, which well, is how, fine. But how many people ever come into interviews without preparing for them? Mm. How many people sit down and like, I really want to hear Matt Ryan's thought on that game. I don't know. I, I don't know. If, if you gave your opportunity, right, I'd like to sit down and actually hear what Matt Ryan had to say about the game. But when, when he's, he's had a chance to like game, digest not it. with adrenaline yeah. and can explain what, why they did certain things. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And when he's but not... You're right, yeah. I, don't, I don't care about how Matt Ryan felt in that moment. Matt Ryan having like analysed that game and what they did well and not well would have been an interesting interview. Matt Ryan just sort of speaking in, in tongues about like <laughs> needing to play well essentially to win a game and not make many mistakes but also not be really uptight about making mistakes like it just added nothing and it was just a bit it, it was like there's a really good win and this interview has just put it in the most boring lens possible but yeah. I mean well done Colts go Colts okay so we don't think it's time to worry, start worrying about the Chiefs is it time to start worrying about the Buccaneers and their inability to run the ball or get a passing game going particularly consistently I mean uh, you, traditionally you've got to do at least one of those things right? yeah hmm not good. That's kind of how offenses work, right? Yeah, I mean, what their be- their best two things over the last few years have been running the ball down people's throats and then throwing the ball over the middle. Mm. And all they can really do now is throw it outside to Mike Evans occasionally, which is in Still, itself hey, it's not a bad tactic. Often, that's good. That's yeah. going to do its bits, but it's not. You're not going to be able to win games around that. Yeah, it's not. It's not the. It's not the tough vibe they're going for with the Bucks, is it? Um, I don't know if I'd be worried because I still think there's enough talent on that roster. I mean, you've still got one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Like you're gonna gonna be in a decent position to win most games. They're but, two and one, and they barely lost against the Packers. I'm not worried. Yeah, they'll be fine. Um, 
they they do need to start finding some offensive chemistry. But this isn't something that you know they started quite slowly. Was it last year or the year before last as well? Where they everyone was a bit like that's odd. Um, I think they'd be fine. I think it was last year because year before last they came out absolutely fine with yeah. Brady, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, he's, he's even here. better." He, we've been restricted from what Brady was doing with New England. He's, he's been better unleashed. than we ever thought. Yeah. No, the first few games in that season, I swear they sucked. They weren't didn't suck, but they didn't have. I thought they were really good to positive. start, and then they got absolutely buzzed by the Saints. Yeah. No, but they got they get so, and then they lost to the Bears as well. They did. Potentially, I think, I think right. the main thing was they ha- heated up at the end of the season, mm-hmm. which I think they still definitely have potential to do now. I'm not worried. Yeah, They will be fine, but it They'll is interesting fine. to see. It is a it, different team, though, because that was all sort of chemistry stuff now. Brady has no middle of the O-line, which we talked about in the predictions. Yeah, pod, that's true. Pod at the beginning of the season, like how he, he wants... Because he's, he's not got a weak arm, but he, his, his arm strength is all about mechanics. And if he's yeah. throwing off his back foot, it's not noodle-like, but it's, you know, it's not It's, all mecha- it's, it's not mechanic strong, based. He, he needs to step and drive into throws. Up. And if he's running around or off his back foot, he's not going to be able to whip balls out like Josh Allen needs or Mahomes can. He a good, can good pocket to be able I mean, to. this is a 57-year-old man we're talking about here. It's oh, I'm not, it's not a short, Brady. But it's an issue going forward if they can't protect the middle of the O-line. This man yeah. is 92 years old. <laughs> Still delivering. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. Like, To be fair to Brady, he's been... In his younger days, he was quite good at being able to not necessarily need, needing to have the cleanest pocket because his pocket presence is really, really good. But I think, as you said, now that his sort of the physical side of his game is diminishing, he's gonna he's gonna need that better sort of passing situation. Uh, and but his he's pocket not always presence has been good because he's good at sort of avoiding the rushes coming out the edge. He's never mm. needed fantastic tackles. That's but very he's true. Actually, up yeah. through the middle, doesn't he? Yeah, it? that's very true. Um, whereas if the middle's collapsing on you, then it's a bit like, oh boy. You need to be quick. You need to be a, to be a sprightly in young. In that sort of position to like spin out and... Or to it, you know, either one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars. I was going to move on to Jacksonville Jaguars. Legitimately. AFC, AFC, they're going to win the AFC South. Oh, right? 100% they're going to win the AFC South. Well, good for them. I'm tempted to look at... Do you reckon the odds are still good enough that they're going to make the playoffs? Well, if they win the AFC South, they make the playoffs. Well, that's what I mean. But like, do you reckon, you know, UK sports book betters? I reckon it could be worth a Maybe little, now with be the Colts beating the Chiefs, there could still be good odds. Why don't you have a look while we, when we chat about you, it? You talk about what the Jags did this week. I'll update you. Their defense the just looks legitimately good. I will caveat this by saying that this was going to be my other big takeaway from this week is that the Chargers have yet again been unable to have a healthy team past two weeks or three weeks, whatever it is. Like, yeah, it's a classic Chargers They curse, they, they basically wheeled out poor Justin Herbert with... With a floating, rib, with a floating rib cage. Yeah, he got injured during the game and came back, didn't he, as well? Yeah, he was injured last week with yeah. destroyed ribs. And then he lost his left tackle, Sean Slater, for the season to a biceps injury. Very and then annoying. they basically just wheeled him out to Jacksonville and was like, yeah, do your best. And he was subsequently clattered into several times, which is not good. He also was, out, was without Keenan Allen as well, so it's not like he had his good receivers out there that he could sort of throw 50-50s up to and, and put the onus on them. Um, so, it, you know, I, I wonder if you're the Chargers in that situation. You know, you're without your left tackle. They had a couple of other injuries on the line. You're without Keenan Allen. Justin Herbert's got destroyed rib cage. Maybe you just don't play him that game in hindsight. Like, I know it's, it's easy to say in the rear view but yeah in hindsight yeah maybe but also we've talked all off season about how 
good the AFC is. And maybe there aren't as many good juggernaut teams as we thought with teams like the Bengals losing, Broncos not looking as yeah. good as we thought they would. But there's still, you can't afford to l- just sort of lose games, not on purpose, but yeah, like, too many true, games back. And if players are dropping anyway, you need to win as many as you can. True. Very yeah. true. Um, I don't want to take anything away from the fact that, I don't know, Lloyd, Walker, Allen, Tyson Campbell, all very young, good players on the sort of yes. defensive front of the the mm. Jags. Um, Christian Kirk, 20 million a year, sounds looks like a bargain now. So, yeah. <laughs> Give him double it. Christian okay. Kirk looks legitimately good. I mean, Zay Jones looks good. There's Trevor Lawrence is Trevor Lawrence definitely he's what, he's what he was way to be. better with um, under Doug Peterson elite Doug head Peterson, coach yeah he's <laughs> well, Doug Peterson elite head coach I don't know if he's Stop an elite head coach nonsense. but I will genuinely say he's, he's obviously very good with young QBs I mean look like, at the difference he's made look what yeah look what he did with Carson Wentz look yeah, what he's done with Trevor Lawrence compared to what now. <laughs> With like what was it? I think third, part of that in as the well third quarter, he had like Wentz. minus five yards, like throwing the ball. Carson Wentz as well. What I don't think is ever going to be the same player after his ACL. I don't know how yeah. much of that. Is and hey, you pick. know that's not that's yeah. not necessarily it's the curse on him. Of the big dick Nick, I think. <laughs> the curse Apple. of the big dick. I think no, big but you're Nick right. Took the, his soul when he he took he took him on that playoff run. No, the the Jags look good. The Jags look like mm-hmm. a fun team. Legitimately. And still yeah. young, a lot of players under rookie contract. So, which good. from a from a UK point of view, as the Jags have sort of nestled into the UK oh, fan base, it's like the de facto team that they often get supported in the international series. I think that's quite fun as well. Exactly. So the next few years, we'll get to see this team that's up and rising. Like we thought we had it. Was it? Tw- it was twenty seventeen, wasn't it? When mm. they made the AFC Championship, and people were like, yeah. "Oh, look, they're going to be good. We're not going to get shit games every Everyone year." Everyone was like, "Blake Balls isn't that bad that it's going to completely de- derail this team." They and almost won the AFC whoops. Championship. The they should have won the they AFC Championship. Won the if that if that yeah. Miles Jack um, turnover hadn't been overruled, yeah, they'd have won that game. Very and the true. AFC Championship, can I just say, is when they ha- also had a defense that looked this good. I'm just saying. I think I, that defense was better. I think that defense was probably well, better, but that ju- defense was more this could, vocal. This one could end up being better. And this, but I think, this, it's still this, quite early this days. This defense is number one in the NFL right now in rush defense. It's number four overall in points allowed. That no, no that that 27. I'm not saying this defense is bad because it's not. Yeah, they had a lot good. of big personalities. These are these are a lot of younger players who are developing into their roles. But I I'd, think I'd like doing... to see their body of work over the rest of the season. But I think that they they they're have also that, they have the, the potential to be good, and turnovers. So like, there's, you know, there's there's a lot going on here, and they're putting them their their offense in really good positions. They're a bunch of good fellas. Um, yeah, they've got a lot of just young good developing players all round. I think even if they don't somehow don't make the playoffs, then they've set themselves up pretty well to to do pretty good in the next few years and really turn the team around. So. I also think it's quite fun when you remember if you, do you do you remember the Jags last year in the Urban Meyer shithole? Like just the the complete contrast in terms of energy and enthusiasm around around a franchise is can be so juxtaposed. Mm. Yeah. They deserve it. Go on, Jags. Been through, Jags. T- been through some tough times. Yeah. Also, Devin Lloyd, baller, linebacker. Yeah. Josh Allen, we know is really good. The Continu- real Josh Allen. Continues to be 
Would you get that? Like, both Josh Allens in the NFL, very good players. Yeah, if you want to know your kids to be an NFL pro, just name him Josh Allen. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And but Trayvon Walker as well. Just like, never get, trust a man with two first names. Yeah. Looking much better than, um, what's he called in Detroit? Hmm? Aiden Hutchinson. Oh, yeah. Yes. Ooh. Aiden Hutchinson had uh, that yeah. one game, didn't he, where he got like three sacks. He had the old three sack attack last week yeah he did but also, they were playing Washington who have a terrible O-line and they gave up nine sacks this week so a pinch of salt yeah, yeah. Um, did should you we know, talk about the Lions 20, yeah before we do that 2017 Jags defence led the league in fumbles completion percentage allowed passing yards per game passer rating and defensive touchdowns was second in sacks interception total takeaways yards per game and points per game they were pretty cool. That's pretty a, good. That's a pretty But they did defense. say Saxonville, which was cringe as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all undone. Mm. <laughs> fraud watch. Yeah. Absolute fraud. Put them on fraud watch. Go on then. Let's, let's talk about... Um, who did you want to talk about? The, sneak, the lions. The sneaky fucking, fun lions. Not even sneaky fun. They're just fun. If you lose to the Vikings, you're not fun. But it's so yeah, fun watching the lions it. compared to other teams. We t- we spoke about them in the Forgotten episode as well. Yeah. Did we, you? Okay, we, what did you say? Extensively. Well, Omen Ra St. Brown, in my opinion, is one of the best NFL like receivers right now, based on like his output in these in so far from what I've seen. Um Yeah, like I I not so not just that, but I generally think they've been able to just air out the ball. I know we're just playing the with Vikings the, with right Goff. now. Like what? Yeah. Goff Goff is slinging it, man. They're going for it on fourth. They're doing fun stuff, and they're not just being. Well, you say they're going for it on fourth. They didn't this week when they when it was they glaringly should have, which was really <laughs> weird because like it's it, it like you said, Joe. They they we've sort of known them as like for better or worse, just this super aggressive team, and it's been quite fun. And then it hasn't quite worked sometimes, especially last season. You're like, ah, oh, but they showed the mocks and they went for it. And then it's like, right, this is the chance. This is the time when it's like legitimately you should go for this. Mm. And they're like, oh, we're going to kick a field goal. This is dead. They yeah, they also it. went to but kick they... like a 54-yard field goal and their yeah. kicker had missed a 48-yarder before uh, you got to back your boys, though. You yeah, know, but, but then he makes it made again. of jelly. Like, just... And they were also four of six at the time, apparently, according to stats. Mm. According to stats. <laughs> according to stats. stats like, yeah, that that is weird. And it's like, if you're going to be uber-aggressive like when the analytics tell you you should do it, you can't dally in it because surely the point of it is that over time you yeah. come out on top you can't be like oh we missed the last three but even so even though analytics say we should go for it we're now not going to do that because then you're skew- screwing up all your averages yeah it's like brandon staley this year being a whole lot less aggressive because he feels his defense is better it's like it's sort of really the point undoing yeah. the point if you're like you want to give your offense the best chance to succeed Mm. you stick with what it says all the time right or you just yeah. don't bother at all and you play uber conservative yeah you've either got to live by the stats or die by the stats which is another reason that Doug Peterson is elite wow. big balls Doug Peterson always does it, does it on fourth down are you hero missing, are you missing Doug Peterson by chance in Philly did you just call him big balls because Nick Foles was big no because he always goes for it fourth down and he called a um, and it's not that Slew has intimate knowledge of the size of Doug Peterson oh, I wish testicles. I had intimate knowledge of the size of Doug wow yeah. You need to chill the fuck out. I mean, if they just made those two field goals, they would have won the game. So, oh well. If um, but. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is just an elite fourth down, uh, fourth quarter QB. What can I say? Yeah, when the going when the going gets tough, you really say that Kirk Cousins steps up. It's what he's known for, right? Yeah, it's not not known for being a wobbly boy. You can hold it out, Joe. You can wait. 
I don't care if you force it out of yourself to try and make yourself leave. You're sticking here throughout the rest of the podcast. So, let's talk about the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, yay. <laughs> what a great time to do that. God. Excellent. So, the Patriots do what they love Lamar to do. MVP. Which is to try and take away Rashad. Lamar the, MVP. The Patriots' best weapon, which is Rashad Bateman. Lamar still found a way. He did. He and, did. Yeah, I think that's very accurate because you were not a happy boy with Rashad Bateman. Also very Bateman. rogue calling Rashad Bateman our best weapon and just absolutely nullifying hey, if Bill Bell- that is Mark Andrews. Hey, if Bill Belichick is double-teaming Rashad Bateman, I'm going to listen to what Bill Belichick is saying is your best weapon and not Joe Costanzo. Yeah, Pez. I mean, Rashad <laughs> Bateman did have... I mean, that well. I, I was unnecessarily harsh to him in that game, to be fair. I mean, he had a... You were what drunk. was it? Like a, a pretty bad drop and a fumble on the reception that maybe Which could have ideal. been called that an incompletion. That fumble was weird because he sort of had it pinned with his forearm. So it was a catch, but it's, yeah, not, like it, but it's not like he had it secured. It wasn't a comfortable you know I mean? so It was catch, a fumble, was it? but it's like you can, you can understand why it came out yeah. at that point. Yeah, I get what you mean. Um, but then again, he did make a big play like later on in that same game. Yeah, it wasn't exactly a whoopsie week. It was yeah, just he had like a ideal. catch and run, managed to run like... 30 or 40 yards or something on, on a catch and run, which was good. Um, um, yeah, uh, Rashad Bateman's been pretty good for us this season so far. Devin Duvernay continues to just show up like as a legitimate pass-catching threat, which was yeah. a lot more than what I was expecting of him this year, to be honest. You've got now three legitimate good players. Surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. <laughs> as pass-catchers. Yeah, including Mark Andrews. You no, about. I was saying at least... Good, yeah, at yeah, least yeah. like reliable that he, he will get you a B and I'm over. I'm not saying that all Bs, Joe. Yeah, bit of a shame to see well the J.K. Dobbins get re-injured again during this game. I kind of looked away from the. I don't even really. I haven't looked at the injury report or anything. I just looked away from the screen for a bit, and then when I looked back, Justice Hill was playing every snap. So I assume you weren't JK pleased about Dobbins that either. In hindsight, and then he rattles off a big run. You're like, oh, Justice Hill. Just as hell. Justice for um, the, the thing that got you the most, though, was your lack of contain somehow against Mac Jones. Oh, my God. Yeah, what watching, the fuck was that? If you were complaining about Josh Allen breaking free, imagine watching Mac Jones look like a legitimate athletic freak. My defense, defense could never. Yeah, that two-point conversion that was rightfully ruled out, you would you would lost your, your mind. mind. Oh, the pitch back. Yeah. Thank God his knee was down. That was obscene. <laughs> yeah. I was so livid. Um... I do want to just quickly say before I rattle off on Matt Jones that Good. our offensive line is completely like injured. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Completely injured. Like we're on a third or fourth string left tackle right now. Mm. Um I have seen names that definitely were not when we were heading into the season on the roster at all. <laughs> <laughs> um someone who has a name that's basically like falafel like Falale, I think. Yeah. Okay. But you did I refer just, to him as falafel. I did, and I was very Frequently. hungry. So, so it wasn't, help, <laughs> so wasn't helping him. his viewing <laughs> experience or his hunger. No, no. Enormous wasn't. man. Enormous man. He was Too indeed. big to eat. He was indeed. Um, What's reassuring, though, to see while we're still on the Ravens' offense is that apparently Lamar has overturned his blitzing kryptonite. Mm. Is that it used to be a way to get to Lamar, wasn't it? It was like, right, yeah. we, we can't let him escape, so we're just going to throw everything at him. And he'd be a bit like, oh, fuck. But we don't really have hot reads built into it, but now he's he's becoming a bit more cerebral. Mm. And Which you'll need eventually. He's not gonna be able to runny run run forever. You saw that as like Michael yeah, got later on in his career and stuff, he started just yeah. being more of a 
pocket QB presence. No, but but yeah, I think, I think you're we're right we're, at the beginning we're away from that. when you were saying Lamar um, MVP candidate. He's definitely in the top. What for sure? He's three total touchdowns. He rushed for over a hundred yards. He threw four touchdowns. I mean, I know we won against them last week, but he was super fucking impressive. Oh, if all well. their DBs hadn't got injured and gassed by the end of the game, I think the Ravens should have... Well, the Ravens should have held on in that game. Yeah, like, you did a great job coming back and exploding the fourth quarter, but that was a game that the Ravens should have won. Yeah. yeah. Marlon Humphrey coming back and fucking sealing the game <laughs> as well. <laughs> we, 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 we had a lot more... Well... We did a lot more with our opportunities on defense and getting turnovers this game as well, which I really like to yeah. see. Because um, Mac Jones will always give you a chance. Always give yeah. you a chance. As the game gets later and the, the the Patriots get more than you know one or two scores behind, Mac Jones will just guaranteed. But that was weird because Mac Jones last year, he was sort of like, right, let's play the safe balls. We're just going to throw what's open. And then he gets behind. He seems to be getting more aggressive with his throwing, but he mm. doesn't have the Ability. arm strength. It's like to his brother actually... Daniel. What? It's like his brother Daniel. <laughs> doesn't actually have the arm strength to fit it in those windows that his mind sees. Um, mm. Can we talk about the um, true MVP candidate? Oh, before we do, if you dare, because you're about to do something stupid, so I'm just going to caveat by saying. Um, Worst celebration of the season award as well goes to Matt Jones already. There's no point in even anyone else trying for it because that gritty was repulsive. Was it looked like? He, Do you think he was doing it on purpose? Probably, but it was tough to watch in every sense. Didn't bring any joy in any way. I hated it. Now carry on with your bullshit. How how much of it did you hate because it was the Patriots and Matt Jones, and how much of it because of what you had to witness with your eyes? Mostly the eyes, but I mean, obviously there was a sneaky bit of, I loathe God him. Damn you, I just think he's rubbish. I mean, it's not even about the Patriots. I just think he's a rubbish QB. And I hate that he always, there've been so so many time, times when he needs to be brave with the ball, especially last season. And he just took, takes the check down so often. But maybe because he can't do it. Like we saw him try and be not brave with the ball, but overly brave with the ball a few times in this game. And then ends in interceptions for him because he doesn't have the arm strength. He was a pro bowler last year. That's that happen? Impulsive. I'm, I'm, a substitute pro bowl. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. But I mean, it's still when it comes back at the end of the career, it's still they still count them. That's sickening. Yeah. Honestly, he's he. I think he will continue to be he was exposed still this the, year. Statistically, the best QB last year. It'd be looked at. Just, at what though? Yeah, but it's statistics. At, 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 it's yeah. like when you like completion percentage. Completion percentage doesn't mean anything. If you're if throwing you're it two yards, downs. exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is why he's, this is why I really dislike him. Just you know, he's probably a great chap, but as in in terms sure of his style he of play, plays for the Patriots. No, because I, I you know, I can recognise that Tom Brady was a very very good quarterback. Like you can, he yes. did even in his height of loathing him. He admitted that Tom Brady was better than Dan Marino. Yeah, that is true. Um, can move on from that. Um, I've got a recording of that too. We've got a recording now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just I dislike the way that Mac Jones makes decisions in crucial moments. I think he takes the the safe option that has no route to success rather than gambling. And That's, yeah, maybe he's it's throwing like minus two yard receptions on some of those like passes to the running backs as well. Like, hmm. It's not even like he's it's not like he's putting he's throwing it when they're open. He's throwing it just to have a, a completion sometimes. 
Um, yeah. He's, for me, he's the reason why you can, you have to be very careful when you look at certain stats or you, or you pick certain stats above, above others because on paper, you look at his completion, completion percentage, you're like, fuck, he must be super accurate. He must be super good at, you know, making reads and get and getting the ball to the open guy but in actual fact when you when you put on the situation around it in the context that he's making these decisions it's it's the wrong throw in 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 a lot of scenarios it's the wrong option it's the option that has zero percent chance of success um but you know modern nfl journalism or looking at stats is making the stats say whatever story you want mm-hmm. absolutely on that bombshell, Slew's going to talk about why James no, 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 the, the MVP. No, the, the MVP comment was just to wind Joe up because he did the same thing with Lamar. He's probably number one right now. No, Jalen Hurts, I think, is number one for MVP. No, who, right him. Okay, fair enough. But who actually... I'm being serious. Like, number yeah. one sort of pro-rated down the, down the end of the season. Lamar right. was probably more likely to be probably, still yeah. in that MVP conversation. But, but I, I've been absolutely like blown by away game. by this Eagles offense this season. I mm. like Devonta Smith's fucking catches last week absolutely. was just absolutely mossing every... He just... There was that, that sequence of plays where he just mossed... It was the most people three, three times in a row and scored. Um, there was that... Yeah, deep the bomb right, down the sideline. Deep bomb down the, the sideline. Pretty yeah, cool. there was a bunch of crazy in, shit. In week Had him one, on my bench for fantasy. <laughs> After cool. week one, do you remember when I was talking about how Jalen Hurst doesn't look like he had a great game, but doesn't look like he improved that much as a passer? Yeah, well, I take that absolutely back. Especially he's passed for three hundred yards the last. Was it all three games, or is it the last two games? Here he comes, stats man again. There he is. No, I can't remember what he had in week it, one. but I it was... don't know if he did week... I think he did week one, but definitely week two and three. And it's just mm. more the types of throws he's making yeah. mm. that he didn't make last year. Like, the go balls he loved to throw last year because it's like, right, let's take advantage of him throwing it deep where he doesn't, there's not really that much risk of throwing a deep ball down the sideline because it's either incomplete or it's a big, big catch. I think yeah. he just trusts his receivers more. Like, I, think, also, I think you might be right. And he's right. Obviously, too. you've got AJ Brown where you don't have AJ Brown last time and Devonta Smith has had a year in the league and is really like what is it what's he called Slim Slim Reaper Slim, Slim, Slim Reaper, Reaper Slim yeah. Reaper now <laughs> tell you what AJ Brown being taking side people's souls has made such a big difference to Devonta Smith I think yeah just in terms of the looks that he's able to get and the, and the matchups he's getting, he's been able to get means that he's been so much more effective I mean Devonta Smith was actually extremely efficient last year we just didn't throw yeah. the ball a whole lot yeah 100% that's true and I think Jalen Hurts was genuinely Maybe it was your offensive scheme last year a little bit as well, but like there was a lot of option plays, there was a yeah. lot of design runs for Hertz, and it was almost yeah. like Hertz was getting more rushing attempts than Miles Sanders in games. Yeah, and there still there still is that, but there's clearly now more of a trust in Hertz's arm, which is why we're, the way we're calling the play sort of the way we call offenses. Right, let's just get as many explosive plays as we can now. Nice. Which, which is, is fun. Which is frustrating at times when you get stuff in the second half in the last two weeks where it's like mm, a bit annoying that we haven't really been able to sort of keep scoring points, but then again, we haven't needed to. Yeah. But I, I like this. There's this little RPO with Dallas Goddard calling go to the flat route. We've called about seven times each game for the last three weeks. It's like, well, because your options are stack the box, in which case Jalen Hurts will hunt, take it. If Jalen Hurts is running, which is you don't really want, all right, Dallas Goddard with a blocker in front of him. It's a just nice, just not nice little play, and I'm sure once we get against better defenses with more star players, 
they'll have an answer for that. Mm. But it's nice to see us be able to attack teams in different ways, not just like, right, let's have a, let's re, it's a read option offense. We're going to run the ball. We're going to be good at running the ball. But if you stop that, we don't really have an answer for it. Yeah. Now we do. Exciting times. It, avoiding any big injuries. If the Eagles don't win the NFC East, I will be shocked. They may as well lock that in now. Lock that in, Trump. I mean, t- t- nom, nom. the only thing I would, and not to sort of piss on your bonfire too much, but knowing you know, the teams that you've played so far, it's one of those where you know they're teams that now, looking at their stats, are in the bottom half for defensive stuff. But also, you know, you don't know if that's because your offense is really good and they're actually a good defense that you've torched or if they're a bad defense. Like, you'll, well, we you'll, that'll become more apparent. How fun the Detroit Lions are. Yeah. And fun on offense, though, Slew. Fun on offense. Fun on offense. Jeff Akuda, look, I mean, we didn't speak about him, but Jeff Akuda's like, success over the last three weeks. He shut down Javon Smith, who he's lined up against. Justin Jefferson this week. Who did they play last week again? Oh, it was Terry McLaurin for Washington. So, I mean, he's finally living up to his draft type, which is good to mm. see. But yeah, you're right. I mean, maybe not the three best defensive teams in the league, but it's been nice to see us be more explosive yeah, in the passing exactly. game when coming to the season, I wasn't sure we'd be able to do that consistently. Yeah. And, I mean, the Eagles have emerged as by far the most fun team to watch in the uh, in that division. For sure. <laughs> I mean, that's just like saying... I quite like watching the Giants. You year. quite like watching the Giants. Yeah, this year. Do All the like, games have been pretty fun. Do you love things that are grey and beige as well? Have you been watching any of the Giants games? I've watched they, they the were, They were fun in week one where Saquon was good again. They were, they were. This game was good against the Cowboys as well. They lost, but I mean just the game, the, in, the entertainment of it. I can't okay. respect anyone that loses to Cooper Rush. I'm sorry. I, I, I know I feel like I'm coming for him quite a lot on this, but... I mean, the Giants... The Cowboys' defense was very good. Mm. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But I stand by my point that the Eagles are the most fun team to watch in that division. And Washington are terrible to watch. <laughs> they suck. I mean, I mean, to, to, to tell a lie. You can even <clears throat> that they suck. <laughs> was, oh, my God. They, just, the, the amount of sacks that Carson Wentz... Yes. Had to go through in that game. Nine, oh nine of them. Nine of them. Nine. Well, actually, them. I should caveat that because they 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 must suck to watch if you want the Washington Commanders to to win. If you're quite up for just seeing total offensive ineptitude and a defense that you know shits eh. on you, shits on you, mm. big time. Then uh, there you have it. That's your team. Yeah. But they, yeah, it must. It's tough times for Washington, the Washington uh, fan base. I mean, at least they've got a good owner, though. All right, yeah. uh, we've covered a quite a range of games. Obviously, we haven't spoken about all of them. We managed to speak about all three of our teams, though. Which well, to be fair, all three of our teams you... were worth talking about this week. That's hey. true. It's true. Not always I mean, been the case. Do we? Are we really going to invite Stan back so we can talk about Rams Cardinals? No, I Dan's think not. <laughs> no. It stands barred until the Cardinals are good again because exactly. I don't want to talk about them. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. That is true. And also, he missed that one week where they played the Raiders, and that was actually a fun game. Yeah, absolutely. You mean the lost episode? No, that was actually the episode before the lost. I thought the Raiders Cardinals game was week two. Damn it! It was. It was. It wasn't the lost part episode. of the lost episode. It's I'm premium locked content. All right. So, I unless there's anything from any of the other games that you're desperate to talk about. 
I just want to mention subscribe to our OnlyFans for <laughs> for the, the lost, lost episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that note, check out our other socials as well. The Dropback on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. TheDropback.com for articles. We've got a load of um, fancy stuff, especially from Dillard coming out and out at the moment. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Sam. Oh, I've been Matt. And I've been Joe, who just beat Matt and his fantasy. And until next time, goodbye. The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson 